Hello, this is Calvin Rosser, and welcome to the Shit You Don't Learn in School podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the agitation, stress, fear, and general anxiety that exist within many of us due to the current pandemic and things related to that. And I want to kind of talk about why it's so pronounced right now and maybe what you can do to alleviate some of that in your life. So I don't know about you, but I've been overall much more stressed, agitated, and anxious in the last few weeks. A lot of uh, my stress relates to economic stress, worrying about the health of family, and all kinds of other things. And I've had trouble dealing with it. Usually I feel fairly grounded, but you know I've snapped a few times and just kind of overall been a little bit more under stress than usual. Uh, and so I started thinking about that recently. And I think a lot of people are experiencing something similar, all for different reasons. But at the core of it, it relates to two things that are not unique about this situation, but that are collectively unique. And that's the following. There are lots of uncertainties, and there's a general sense of helplessness about those certainties or a lack of control. So on the uncertainty side, uh, your uncertainties may look different than mine, but they could be economic. You could be worried about your job, your spouse's job your kids, the bills you have to pay, your investments. You could wor be worried about your health, you getting the virus, a loved one getting the virus, the mental health and how to maintain that in quarantine. You could have social concerns. How is this going to change the world? How long are we going to be in quarantine? How will my relationships with friends and family change or not change depending on what that new world looks like, if there is a new world? There's a lot, a lot of uncertainties, and depending on who you are, you'll have different ones than me or the person next to you. And the second part of that is a sense of helplessness about these uncertainties. We don't know how long this is going to last, and depending on how long it lasts, we don't know how our mental health is going to look like at that point. We don't know what our finances will look like. There's just this general kind of lack of control and, and helpless feeling that permeates the current situation. And all of that uncertainty and helplessness leads to the following. It's agitation, stress, fear, anxiety, and just overall kind of being on edge. Because normally when you have uncertainty in your life, it's not across so many different domains. And in many cases, you might have more control over that domain and be able to do something about it. In this case, there's a lot of things that are outside of our control in addition to being certain. So the question then becomes like, what can we do about this? And I finally got to this point this week where, you know, I was so stressed that I couldn't sleep and just didn't really uh, know what to do and had to find some sort of way out of this general hole that I seemed to find myself in. And I think one of the things that I did naturally is I turned to some old habits and built some routines, but at its core, I flipped to a question of, you know, not what are all the uncertainties and, and things that I can't control, but what is it that I can control? What can I grasp onto? Because in a world where things feel like they're falling apart, you need something to grasp onto. And so when you think about what you can control, you can think about it across different elements of your life. If your uncertainties are around the economic situation, you may not be able to control whether you keep your job or for how long or what will happen to your company. You may need to create a plan B, a plan C. You may need to cut costs. You may need to do things that you don't want to do. But those things may put you in a better position that in some sort of worst case scenario, you might end up better off and feel okay. 
on the health side, you may not be able to control whether you get the virus or not, but you can wear a mask, you can eat well, you can take supplements that boost your immunity, you can not drink, you can get a lot of sleep. On the mental health side, you can get space when you can, you can exercise regularly, you can do different things to kind of maintain your health, even though there's a general uncertainty about something like the virus, which is very contagious and then also can be very deadly. On the social side, you may be able to have a video call, a regular one with friends. People are doing this all over the place. They're getting super creative about it. It's fascinating. You might set up a weekly check-in with your partner. These things don't have to be complicated, but instead of lamenting all of the things that you were doing before or you know, kind of grasping onto an idea that you want to get to that as soon as possible, the reality is, is, is that this could go on for a while. And so projecting out your timeline and then saying, in the meantime, what is it that I can control? How can I take back certain things in my life? One of the ways in which I did this this week, which has been incredibly effective and is the topic of the first episode about the quarantine morning routine, is to build routine back into my life. I, upon waking up, am generally kind of anxiety-ridden these days. I have a impulse to check the news, which is not something I've had at all in the last few years, but am a little bit plugged in here and and needed needed to find a way to kind of calm myself. And so there's a morning routine that I do that involves yoga, meditation, some tea, journaling, reading, etc. And that gave me a little bit of a sense of normalcy. It may not work for you. Maybe your routine looks different. You have an afternoon run. You have a dinner with with your kids uh, where you don't use your phone. There's all kinds of things you can do to build routine into your life. But in general, that may be another way to take control because in a world where things are constantly shifting and outside of your control, you may be able to take control by developing a routine that you can do every day no matter what. Finally, I found some comfort this week in the collective uncertainty that seems to be felt. I before was kind of in my own little hole and and thinking, you know, why am I falling apart in this way? Why am I feeling this way? And, you know, in talking with some friends and even uh, other, other people as well, I just realized that everyone's a little anxious right now. And the reality is we're in a pandemic. No one here has experienced a pandemic before unless you're maybe about the age of 105. But this is, this is a global, very serious kind of event. And the reality is we're not designed to be able to deal with this in productive ways from the start. And so it's okay to feel the way that you do. I know that I found some comfort in this collective uncertainty. I, of course, don't want any more suffering than there needs to be. But you know, it's almost natural that there is some sort of suffering in this state. And especially if you're you know, closer to certain things, if you have a, a loved one who is sick, if you are a medical professional, if you have lost your job, these things can be very, very acute and difficult. And so you're not the only one going through that. It doesn't trivialize what it is that you are going through, but there is some sort of societal malaise and anxiety that seems to exist. The last thing that I might suggest, uh, and this works really well for me, is, is reading. I often solve problems in my life or help think about things in, in ways that help me get back on track through reading. A few books that I might recommend for this particular case, one is When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. I often read this book when I go through big life changes. It almost always grounds me in the idea that the world is fundamentally groundless and impermanent. It's very much a Buddhist-based book. And so 
we need to learn how to kind of constantly operate in that environment. I think we can all feel how groundless things are right now. And so this may help provide you a framework for thinking about that and feeling a little more comfortable in that groundlessness. There's also The Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts. It's an older book, but it's timeless and has somewhat of a similar principle or premise, I should say, to when things fall apart around the general insecurity and impermanence of life. If you're more on the left brain side, The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holiday is a good one. That one dives into stoicism and a framework for dealing with challenges in life and is very much uh, one that may empower you if you gravitate towards the logical left brain way of looking at difficulties. And the last one I might recommend, which is widely touted, but is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Get the Gregory Hayes translation. This one is just a, a collection of essays from the former Roman emperor, so from many, many, many years ago. But in some sense, you could just open up this book, read a paragraph or two, and you'll find some sort of solace in the words, which are very timeless and, and related to general uncertainties and the impermanence of life as well. I'll include all of those books with links on my website. You can just go to calvinrosser.com forward slash podcast, and under this show, I'll, I'll just put those books so that you can easily find them. And that's it. I wanted to talk about this because it's something that I'm personally going through, which I'm going to assume that millions and millions of other people are as well. And I hope you found some of the thoughts on this useful. I know uh, in diving into my own issues and kind of relating them back to this general uncertainty and helplessness, I was able to get to the point where I could say, what is it that I can control? What can I get back in my life that is within my circle of control? And so that is one way in which I've been able to feel a little bit better. Again, the underlying anxiety hasn't fully disappeared, but there are different ways in which I can now operate day-to-day on a more uh, joyful basis to the best of my abilities in this time. Stay safe, stay sane. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) 